everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. We are reviewing our girl Chung Ha's latest album, Rare and Bear. Like, not not bear as in the animal, but bear as in I'm naked. Not bear as in large hairy gay man, but bear <laughs> as in, yeah, no clothes. <laughs> so the album was released on July 11th, 2022, and... It has eight songs, so it's not a super long album, but it's definitely longer than what is usually released as an EP or a mini album. So we're going to break it down track by track. We're going to give a little snippet of the song. We're going to give our impressions of it, our thoughts and opinions, and then we're going to do the album as a whole. So let's get started. The opening song on this album is called XXXX. And when I saw the track list, I was like, hmm, <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah. It's a slower tempo song with trap beats and heavy bass. I got like a Rihanna vibe. What about you? Yeah, I could see that. It's dark. It's sexy. And she is too sexy to be sad about a breakup. That was basically the song. Yeah. I hated the spoken word bit i refuse to call it a rap it was not a rap it was like beatnik spoken word i fucking hated it oh just just cut it out of the song (laughs) it's a really interesting start to an album it really made me curious as to what the other songs were like because i had not heard any of the songs including the lead single so i was like what the fuck is this album gonna be yeah We'll talk more about the whole album later, but it, it was a very interesting start to this album. I feel like usually the first song in an album is like the hit song. Or like an intro to the hit. Right. And it usually like sets the tone for the album. I don't know necessarily if this song did that. So yeah, like Emily, my immediate vibes were that, you know, it has that really heavy bass and it just would be like a really good song to pull dance to. <laughs> I also really loved like the sultry vibes of this song. I thought that was really cool. I called it a rap, but you're right. It is more like spoken word. It's not horrible, but I definitely don't love it. (laughs) I feel like Chung Ha is such a good singer. She doesn't need to also rap, like stay in your lane a little bit. (laughs) The lyrics, I think, are a bit repetitive, but essentially she's like ironically thanking someone for fucking her up in a relationship way. She's basically like, thank you, because now I'm stronger, bitch. She basically said, thank you, next, by Ariana Grande. (laughs) So notable lyrics that I picked out were, my broken heart is still intact. I won't cover up anymore. Shattered pieces shine on the floor. So she is not bothered by this. In fact, she's doing extremely well. (laughs) She said, I'm back better and sexier, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, track number two, it is Sparkling. (laughs) 
This is the single off the album, so it has the music video. It's a very sharp turn Mm -hmm. in tone from the previous song, almost a 180. It's synth forward and retro inspired pop. It's very bubblegum. So, you know, I ate this shit up, except there were some weird onomatopoeia stuff in the the instrumentation that I fucking hated. The snapping? (laughs) No. (laughs) The concept of this is like Lisa Frank under the sea and also ancient ruins. So she's like a a Grecian mermaid, but it's rainbow. Yeah. She is, of course, smizing the house down. I feel like that's what she is known for, is like modeling in the face. Mm -hmm. The styling in this is unique. (laughs) I wrote unique. I am not into this crocheted outfit trend. It reminds me of RuPaul's Drag Race, where they had wear your ugliest dress and Katya wore a crocheted dress and it's like, you can't handle this crocheted pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So every time I see a crocheted top or dress, I think you can't handle this crocheted pussy. Oh my God. I thought that her ash colored hair is cute and they pair it with a lot of like peachy makeup. It's all very light and spring almost. They incorporated a lot of rhinestones into the makeup. She is blinged out. It's all very mermaid. Is that the vibe that you got? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, and at the end, you're like, oh, this is a fantasy that she was thinking of. She's looking at a betta fish. And it's like, hmm, what if I was a cunty mermaid? It, yeah. I said, oh, a mouth noise. Emily's going to hate it. <laughs> and I did. That, that was my first note. Um, <laughs> I like the song overall, but that really distracted from it. Yeah, I was like a tongue pop and snapping. I was like, ooh. It's going to be a rough one. Um, (laughs) Miss Chung Ha is doing some fucking runs in this song. Like, her voice is showcased quite nicely here. I don't like the weird, like, trap music breakdown in the chorus, and I wish it was just, like, full-on pedal-to-the-metal bubblegum pop, which is what the rest of the song sounds like. Like, I want it to be manic. Yeah. I want it to be, like, yes, I am a mermaid, I am a manic pixie dream girl, and you can't fuck me. (laughs) Yes. I also love a good bird whistle in a song. I love that they had a literal bird. They had like a cockatoo. Yeah, bird whistle. Yes. Like you said, Emily, the music video is giving me mermaid aerial vibes. The crocheted outfits are like such a hot thing right now because it screams like 1970s. I liked her sparkly dress outfit, but then she had like these really ugly like neon yellow and pink shoes that almost look like clown shoes. Uh, that took me <laughs> out of it. Because you're a fucking clown if you wear a crocheted dress, okay? <laughs> no, that was, she was wearing not uh, not a crocheted dress. It was a different dress, but. Okay. <laughs> it was just really fucking weird. Otherwise, like you said, her hair and makeup look really good. She's beautiful. I like one of the scenes where she's, you know, sitting on a clamshell kind of like you know, Venus, famous painting Venus. And then the sound effect of the can of soda opening, I feel like is a missed marketing opportunity. <laughs> Pepsi. Hello. hello, Pepsi. And I felt like it was weird. I noticed it at the end that one of the backup dancers, only one of them has green hair and the rest of them have dark hair. Hmm. So that was strange to me. But otherwise, I did like this song overall. I wish it leaned more heavily into the bubblegum pop vibe. I feel like Chung Ha really hasn't done, like, pure bubblegum stuff yeah. at all. So that would have been, I think, a smarter move. Mm-hmm. I still like the song, though. It's not perfect, though. Notable lyrics include, Touch, just once makes my heart flutter. 
Ouch. It kind of stings, but it's also sweet. It gets me stunned and is dangerous. Tell me what to do, what to do. Reminds me of a jellyfish, huh? Yeah. Beautiful jellyfish. <laughs> yes. The number three track is called Louder. It's time to raise your voice. Let's go make some noise. Make it up here talk on the future. Future. <laughs> I wrote Chung Ha, the motivational speaker. <laughs> so true. It's a song about ignoring negativity and focusing on what you want. It's a mid-tempo, but I thought it was a fucking bop. (laughs) The production is understated on this, and it really features her voice. I just, I like the bleep bloops in it. I thought it sounded good. (laughs) Uh, It definitely does have that, like, generic, uplifting pop song vibe. The chorus just marches along nicely and is kind of catchy, but the verses, in my opinion, left a lot to be desired. I thought like the music that came after each chorus was really funky, but like it could have been carried to the rest of the song. Like I felt like the song was missing something and not to be too disgraceful, but it almost felt like a Christian pop song to me. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see it. I could see yeah, it. Yeah, it it's like uplifting, but like in a hollow way, I guess. I don't know. It's vaguely uplifting. Yes, yes. Thank you. That's the word. Well, you know, my Korean is really poor, so if I didn't look up the lyrics, I'd have just been, like, vibing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Chung Ha. (laughs) (laughs) So, notable lyrics include, Run vigorously wherever you want. Start your own future. The voice in your heart, louder, louder. Let's not care, all the hater, hater. So, literally, ignore the haters. (laughs) The number four song is Crazy Like You. I'm getting like an Alicia Keys vibe mm-hmm. in the chorus. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I was getting uh, Blackpink Crazy Over You vibes. But yeah, that too. Yeah. But yeah, I can see what you mean by Alicia Key. This is a very blatant F.U. song about a manipulative ex. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty slow tempo. The verses honestly were not doing it for me. But the chorus was okay. BB is featured on this, and she is, like, the feature on every single K-pop song that's come out in the past two years. (laughs) BB, for her credit, is a really good rapper, so. She is. Not to shade her at all. I just thought it was funny, (laughs) because she is on literally everything. (laughs) She makes herself available. (laughs) I was definitely getting, like, spooky, almost, like, R&B vibes from this song. Like I just said, definitely like Blackpink's Crazy Over You. I get that vibe as well. However, the chorus in this song really showcases Chang Ha's voice well, and I think the chorus flows really nicely. However, like Emily, I thought like the verses were fairly low key, but in my opinion, the build up to the chorus helps keep the song alive and doesn't leave you like, oh God, I wish I could only listen to the chorus and skip the verses. <laughs> Girl, there are some songs like that out there. Totally. It is so sad. Yeah. I also think that this song would be a good one to pole dance to. Yeah, I could see that. So I have two lines of lyrics because I thought they were both really good. 
So the first one is happy gossips, pretentious smiles, fuck this shit, everything's live. <laughs> I was like, go off, Chung Ha. We hate fake bitches. And the second lyrics I pulled were, you make me crazy like you, just like you know that you do. Twisted me just like it's true, pushed me and pulled me until I was crazy like you. Have you ever been in any kind of relationship where this person is so fucking manipulative and they make you feel like you were the crazy one? Oh yeah, 100%. At a job. Yeah. (laughs) I had an ex-boyfriend like that. Like, the gaslighting is unreal. I had a boss like that. (laughs) I know, it's fucking terrible. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship for it to be toxic as fuck. So anyway, um, fuck those people. (laughs) And Chung Ha is on our side. Yes. <laughs> the fifth song on the album is called California Dream. Put this immediately on your summer playlist it's very bright it's breezy it's uh, i just love it i was like oh yeah i love pop music yeah oh right i love it (laughs) so i read your notes and i see that we both got kim petras vibes fuck katie perry just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was like "Mm, it's giving malibu It made me sad that I didn't get to go to L.A. in 2020 when I had planned on going to L.A., but then COVID happened. Uh, I haven't been since. I can definitely see this being used on TikTok. Like, road trip! And then they drive, and it's like, we're at the beach! And they're playing this. I could definitely see people on vacation using this on TikTok. I just know that this is going to be stuck in my head, so... Chung Ha, how dare you? Like we just said, Kim Petras hyper pop vibes, in my personal opinion. This is a great summer song, especially if you happen to live in California (laughs) and you can go to the beach there. We can only go to Florida beaches, which I honestly don't know how they compare, but whatever. The chorus is definitely the best part of this song. The verses, to me, were a little stale and could have been a bit livelier, I think, to hit the true mark and designation of hyper pop. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like the song was right lacking energy. Yeah, I agree. I get that it's supposed to be, you know, California is very laid back, but I thought it could have used a little bit more pep. So notable lyrics are, on the West Coast, baby, let's go, let's go. Give me that Hollywood heat, my California dream. The number six song on the album is Goodnight, My Princess. I don't want to cry. This is a ballad that very much features Chung Ha's voice. Mm -hmm. It appears to be about a sick mom, I think. It was very sad. I'll be skipping this one on future listens. I mean, her voice is so beautiful, but I'm just not into ballads unless they're funky, like, Red Velvet ballads. That's kind of it. I felt like this song may have even been about death of a mother. And it was a very, like, sad, kind of in-your-feeling song. I couldn't find any confirmation online 
if Chung Ha's mom had died um, or if this was just about death of a mother in general. Like you said, Emily, her voice is just very beautiful in this song, but I probably won't be listening again because it is super sad. Like, if you want to cry, you could listen to this song. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be crying when I'm listening to music. Yeah. So lyrics for Goodnight My Princess include, Mom, I'll be back. It breaks my heart in two swallowing tears, soaking my heart. Good night, my princess. Mm -hmm. So very sad. The number seven song on the album is called Love Me Out Loud. I got Ariana Grande from this. It's about feeling distant with your lover and telling them that they need to actually show that they love you and not just for you to be a mind reader. (laughs) The chorus is literally just out loud. Like, that's it. I really like the guitar and the fiddle in this, though, but I thought I could have used something else. This is definitely like a mid-tempo bop. I felt like the verses were a little slow, but the chorus has a nice build-up to it. I also think, and I'm not even going to attempt to sing this, but I think if Chung Ha pushed a little bit higher on the last out loud in the chorus, it would fucking slap. Because she kind of does like a higher, 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 and then drops to a lower like octave on the last one and i feel like if because she can because in the song she did that higher octave if she did it in the chorus for the last out loud i felt like it would have just really enhanced the song i would have like punched the chorus really well and it would have showcased like her vocal chops i know she can do it so i don't know why they made that decision to me (laughs) this song almost had country vibes i don't know (laughs) oh my god it was the violin yeah And the guitar. I could see that, yeah. Notable lyrics include, If you love me, then scream and shout. Don't want to lose ya, but you're fading out. So if you love me, then love me out loud. So you gotta say that you love her. Yes. We're not mind readers. Like in the movie Swan Princess. Oh my god. And what else? (laughs) And what else? Yes, he needs to say. And what else? He loves her. Derek, what else? (laughs) (laughs) sorry if you're not an old hag like us it's a very old movie but it's worth watching Uh, we celebrate hags on this we celebrate hagdom on our podcast you know instead of k-pop fan k-pop hagdom yes Okay, the last song is called Nuh-uh. I absolutely <laughs> hate the snapping in the instrumental. This has the weirdest chorus on the whole album. The melody seems to be at odds with the rest of the song. It just feels so disjointed and yet also aggressively chill. <laughs> it's a song about being a boss bitch that everyone wants. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like the chorus was very interesting and not what I was really expecting from this song. Like you get to, you get into it and you're like expecting something from the chorus. 
and what it delivers is very different. But I liked it. <laughs> I liked the snapping and the clicking. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was not delivering. It was DiGiorno, okay? <laughs> it was not gourmet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this song is definitely like way more funky and bass forward than Chung Ha's usual song. So I felt like it was a weird ending note. Like, I hope this isn't what she's expanding to in the future. It reminded me of uh, Got the Beat Step Back. <laughs> yes. Just so weird. I really wish she would lean into like hyper pop or lean into like the sexiness of 4XL. <laughs> 4XL. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably my size. Yeah. So notable lyrics for Nuh-uh include I'm a work of art. I'll take your heart, get it racing. Get it racing, making you stop, making you stare, because you know I'm rare. Like a Pokemon. Like a steak. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the whole album. What was your impression of it, of the album overall, as a cohesive unit? Honestly, I felt like it was a little disjointed. Uh, yeah. I did not get a theme or a story from this, really. Except maybe, like, the, you know, she was broken up with and she's like, trying to rise above that shit maybe that's the theme of this song or of this album but i did think stylistically it was a little all over the place yeah i thought that even the ordering of the songs was weird most of the time the ballads at the end but i understand if you want to end it on like a higher note than Mm -hmm. that so it's usually like second to last but it was like the sixth song and the opening song was so weird because then it was followed by, like, much more bubblegum pop yeah. songs. I don't know. I feel like this was two EPs squished together. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was a weird progression. So what are you going to rate this album on a scale from one to five? Honestly, I would rate it, like, a three and a half. I think a lot of the songs are definitely worth listening to again. There were one or two that I wasn't wowed by. Or that I wouldn't listen to again, but a lot of the songs I would, you know, give another chance. I'm going to give it a three. I cannot do the mouth sounds. <laughs> <sighs> and there were like two songs with that in there. I don't know. I, I am ill, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just activates something in my brain <laughs> that makes me dislike it. <laughs> it. It's just, okay, so I sent this image to our group chat earlier and it's of a duck that has like burst in through someone's door and it says hey and then in parentheses with intention of killing you um <laughs> that's how emily feels about the mouth noises <laughs> yeah i just i can't freaking do it it just grosses me out but i don't know how to describe it it just it, it's just a no a big old no So the album gets a three for me. (laughs) I'm looking forward to Chung Ha's next era, her next Mm -hmm. chapter, because the last album that she released, Quarencia, that was a really good album. I mean, Bicycle was such a fucking bop. She just releases bop after bop after bop. And I hope that uh, she can continue to do that. Yeah, I forgot how good of a song Bicycle was. Like, Chung Ha, I'm asking you to emulate Kim Petrus and or 
Ariana Grande, please. <laughs> she could definitely do like a feature on one of their songs. Her English is amazing and she has an amazing yeah. voice. And she's hot. <laughs> she is super fucking yeah. hot. The face. The face, the body, yes. Alright. So simple question. Do you recommend listening to this album? Yay or nay? Yes, I do. I recommend listening to it too. Just pick your favorite songs from it and put it on your yep. playlist. <laughs> but you should listen to the whole album through at least yeah. once. So you get the experience of doing that. All right, let's wrap up this episode with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend 4X <laughs> by Chung Ha. I'm going to recommend California Dream by Chung Ha. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can check us out on Instagram under Soulmates Podcast. We have a link tree there with links to all of our relevant accounts. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our videos on YouTube under our channel, Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe, you like, you follow, because we're here every other Friday for you. For you. <laughs> Also, if you're going to come to Dragon Con, we have three panels, so keep your eyes peeled. We'll have ribbons for your badges. We're going to have pins. It's going to be great. And Rachel will be there finally. <gasps> I know. I'm like the special secret celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you all there and we'll see you online. Bye. Bye.